Welcome to the Umpiring Fast Pitch Softball Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Pete. And today we're going to continue what we started last episode with digging a little bit into the OHSAA White Book, which is some just some additional guidance from Ohio's high school regarding some of the NFHS for this season. Uh, and today the section we're going to talk about is labeled mechanics or miscues to avoid. And again, even though this comes from the state of Ohio, these things uh, follow federation rules and are just good guidelines for umpires in general. Today's, the first one is for crew suggestions. So what is that? What do we got there, David? So there's continued confusion over coverage at third base in the two umpire system. The plate umpire is responsible for calls at third and needs to move into a calling position there with the following exceptions. So this is page 56 in the umpire's manual. And that would be the new manual this year. So if you uh, aren't aware, the mechanics manual is a, a two-year publication. This year's publication is considerably different than um, the ones I've seen since I started umpiring eight years ago. Um, so I would highly recommend that you get into that mechanics manual. But uh, the first exception is if that play at third is the first play in the infield. Yep. So that's going to be the base umpire. A steal of third base, mm -hmm. that'll be the base umpire as well. A pickoff attempt on a runner at third base. Yep, you're you're busy. Just got done calling a pitch. You're not going to run down there and call that one. The batter runner to third base is yep. not your is yeah, not base your umpire call. is the batter runner all the way yep. to third. Last or only runner advancing to third base, mm -hmm. which um, is interesting because you know it could have been a batter runner. Yes. Should be the batter runner, runner on second. The batter ground ball they out. go to first and then go to third because you tried to advance. That's right. You got it. And then the sixth one is a play at third base following a play or attempted play at the plate. This call is a difficult one and requires good communication and reaction by the base umpire. So I have a few things here, Pete. And then so let's uh, let's uh, the first one that I want to say is this continued confusion is possibly due to a couple of things. Um, mm -hmm. There's a change in the NCAA mechanic that the batter runner at third uh, on a, with a nobody on situation is the plate umpire in NCAA mechanics. So that's the so, difference between college and... Yeah, that's the difference. So that's okay. part of it, uh, for sure. And um, as as they say here, and so I believe I want to do a shout out here to George, the state interpreter from Medina. I believe he compiled this list. So fantastic stuff. Thank you, George. Appreciate that. But the play at third base following a play or attempted play at the plate, um, the call's difficult and requires good communication. So... Talk to us, Pete, about communicating within the crew, yeah. you know, as the play is, is progressing and, and happening. Yeah. So a lot of times what you'll end up having is you, you have your responsibilities. We should know what we're doing and we're going there. However, there are times when maybe you're not sure or you want to deviate uh, during mechanics. Uh, and so it's a good idea to let them know. In this case, it's usually just saying something like, I got third, I got three, or I got three you know, to cover, that'll happen sometimes. A lot of times I see it where the plate umpires can come up and get three, maybe when they don't need to, because uh, they got the, the base umpires running all over the place, so it's a difficult position. Maybe he got caught out of position, and he's in this person's covering for a mistake, and so they're, they're yelling to let you know, uh, so that you can you can adjust accordingly. And in this case, it, this is a, a place where, this be, let's not let the plate umpire make a mistake, make him start to worry about, am I gonna pay attention to the plate, but also try to keep an eye on third and whatever. Yeah, as soon as you, you see that play going home, let him know, be community, you know, be, be vocal. Don't signal. Don't just expect him to see you running across the field. Uh, let him know. I got three. 
get over there in position. Perfect. Uh, so that way he can focus on his thing and, and you let him know that you got his back. Yeah, perfect. That same thing's true on the other side as well. So as you get more games under your belt, uh, listeners now, I'm not, ta- not directing this at Pete, um, but as the listeners get more games under their belt, especially the newer folks, uh, you'll start to pick up on some of the some ways to help your partner. So as a base umpire, and you know that um, you know that it's a, a base hit to the outfield, and you've got some responsibility. You know, there's a runner at second, base hit to the outfield. Let's go with that scenario. Okay, so I'm gonna slow this down. There's a runner at second with you know doesn't really matter how many outs there are, but there's a base hit to the outfield. Well, with a runner at second, the base umpire is actually on the field and behind the, the shortstop. Mm-hmm. But the base hit to the outfield says, uh-oh, you know, that that runner at second, there's not going to be a first play at third, you know, right. in the infield. So if there's a play at third, that's the plate. Mm-hmm. So as you start to go across the diamond, it's because you have to pick up the batter runner and make sure they touch first base. And, While avoiding know, the runner coming yeah, don't Yeah, don't truck the runner, right? You got to hold up and do that. But it's also okay to turn around and look and make sure that the plate umpire is coming up to get three. Mm-hmm. You know, and if they're not, and you think there's going to be a play at three, you might want to help. Right. Right. So you, you'll you'll start to say, oh. And there's other situations too where you know that 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 play over there is supposed to be the plate umpire at three, and you'll like maybe you so you've button hooked in. Yeah, runners at first and second. So now you've button hooked in, and um, you've got responsibility now for the for the the runner coming from first to second. So you're yeah. not going to bolt your way all the way over to first, mm-hmm. but you look over and you say, "Oh, the plate umpire is still standing at the plate." You know, well, you better take that call third then if they're going to yeah. play it there. So you want to help them. And even out. then, communicate. You weren't supposed to do it. Maybe right. he thought you were supposed to do it. So you tell him I got three, and he's like, "Of course you do, idiot." Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> but in that case, it's because what don't I want to happen? I don't want me to go, oh, and him to go safe. Right. We've talked about this in other ones, but that's the worst thing <laughs> that could possibly happen. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. So enough on that one. Uh, but so keep in mind that uh, the base umpire covers third or um, yeah, the plate umpire covers third base unless it was one of those six scenarios. So um, one of my favorites here, and this is a yeah. good one. You love this yeah, one. I do love this one. So don't look at your indicators immediately after a call. Keep your eyes on the field and look after you have reset. Or if you're David, don't look at all. Yeah, try not to look at all. I so here's here's my why we're kind of joking about that a little bit. Get your indicator. We tell um, girls, the players. We I'm sorry. We tell the players that if they're having trouble, you know, re, with their release, you know, mm-hmm. grab a ball, sit in the living room, and toss the ball up in the air, and make sure that you're spinning it correctly. Make sure, and then catch the ball, spin it to get seams right. You want to mm-hmm. get your get your knuckles on seams, and you know, so practice that. I would implore all of the umpires, especially the new ones, just grab your indicator and watch a baseball game, watch a softball game. When he says strike, hit strike. Don't look and say, did it advance to strike? It clicks if it doesn't get a different indicator. Yeah. You know, so run your indicator while watching the game. And then when the batter is done, reset the indicator. So if you've got two balls and two strikes, you know, it's click, 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 right? I got two on the ball, one on the strike. And then, well, and then one more click for an out, if it was an out. Mm-hmm. You've operated your your indicator without going, oh, wait, this one on my thumb is the ball. This one on my index finger, oh, let me yeah. look. You know, and as you're standing there looking at your indicator, you are not looking at the looking field. At the field. Mm-hmm. So really get used to that indicator. Use it as a, as a backup to what the count is, not a crutch. Yeah, and this is, it even points out, so it says, don't look at your indicator immediately after a call. 
The important part there is what can happen immediately after a call. Someone could be delayed steal. Yeah. Uh, someone could have, you know, the catcher could have decided to make a pickoff throw and the, the, hit the batter. So now you weren't looking. So did the batter interfere? Was that just, oops, it, did, it happened. It was unfortunate. Uh, you know, do you have something to call? I don't know. You know, I don't know. I, I was looking at my indicator. I was looking Sorry. at my indicator. Sorry, partner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so don't do it. Like you said, like I said, if you have to look, keep your eyes on the field, ball gets back in the circle, everything's fine. Then maybe double check on yourself. If you, if you lost the count even and you really do need to look. Yeah. Wait, wait until there's stoppage in play and then everything should be and then look. That's right. And you will see me look at my indicator, but it's to verify that it's reset to zero ball, zero strikes, mm-hmm. usually. Right. Or if something crazy happened, um, there was a steal and I don't know what the, what it was. And so I'm a base umpire now and I, of course, of course, carry an indicator for them, too. And so there was a steal and I'm not sure what the call was. And my good plate partner is going to tell me, even mm-hmm. if it was one ball, no strikes, you know, if he's just going to let me know that it was or he or she is going to let me know that it was a ball or a strike. I might have known and clicked it. But as I took off running and I might right. not have. So I'm going to double check and just make sure that I've got the count correct. What's the next one, Pete? Yep. Use proper in-between inning mechanics. Don't stand by the side fences or the dugouts. Consult with the manual to be uh, for your proper positions. Also, this is not a time for socializing. Umpire to umpire signals should be originated by the home plate umpire and returned by base umpires, meaning infield fly signal, number of outs, etc. The entire crew should echo the infield fly rule when it is called. So use proper in-between inning mechanics. Like it mentions, umpire's manual, page 59, is a lot to see there but in general you want to follow the line uh down and be facing the team that's coming out right that's coming to yeah. bat if you're the plate yeah. umpire yeah. yeah if you're playing umpire mm-hmm. you're going to do that uh and then it mentions um i guess it didn't specify which one and if you're the base umpire you want to be standing in the field of play yeah, don't, about yeah, 15 don't, feet in yeah don't be um leaning against the fence don't be hanging out you can go over and get a drink certainly there are things you got to do to make sure that you're still doing what you need to be doing out there take care of yourself but don't go over there and lean against the fence. Don't stand over there and, and jaw with the coach. Hey, how's it going, coach? Yeah, that was a tough call last year. What's going on over there? Don't don't shoot the breeze with the fans. Right. You know, just so, stand in and, and give up a, a sense that you're overseeing what's going on in the field by standing, as you said, behind the first, uh, second base, base path, you know, 10, 15 feet in or whatever it is. Right. So Federation Ball, Pete, how long do we have to stand in between innings? What's the uh, what's the time? Do you remember? It's a, it's a minute, right? 60 seconds? Yep, that's right. Uh, okay, so communicate to your partners when the fly ball is caught. The plate should call out so their partner doesn't continue to pivot and run when not needed. There we go. I My love friend. this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, you know, the ball hits the outfield, right? The ball's going out, whereas a base umpire are coming in. So that means, it means your back is to the ball. You don't know what happened back there. You know, we've had a discussion before about people going out on fly balls or everything else, but... The, the Ohio Federation mechanic at a minimum is to go in and we're doing that. I'm in, I'm running and the ball's caught. There's a line drive caught by the right fielder behind me. Oh, yep. Out. Okay. I just, I hold up. (laughs) I kind of just hurt. Yep. And then, you know, lightly jog back to where I was going. I'm not going to keep spreading in, turn around, wait for the grow. Oh, wait. Oh. Yeah, exactly. There's another reason to call it out as well. And, um, sometimes, of course, as a, as a base umpire, we, so let's assume for a moment we've got people on base. And so let's say runners at first and second, as an example. Yeah. And so the base umpires over in the C behind the shortstop, there's a fly ball. So they're going to be button hooking in. If that yeah. fly ball was behind the, the shortstop, so it's going to left field or left yeah. center or something like that, 
Your where's your tag up responsibility? Yeah, I've got for I've got both. I've got the first and second, right? I believe. Well, now we got to look it up because <laughs> I think that when there's multiple runners on, the plate has the lead, but you might have both. And if you have both, you may not timing wise. No matter how many you have, so we'll, we will look it up on this one. We'll pause and, and look it up to be sure. But the because they are different in, in different sanctions. But the the point I was trying to make was that the plate umpire should loudly announce the catch. Because that's or the touch slash catch is what really indicates whether the the base runners can jump off the base, you know, if they're tagging up. So um, you may not be able to get to a position where you can see through the play, and you you might be paying more attention to the runner than you are to the fielder fielding the the fly ball. So you need to know when the ball was caught to know if you have a uh, left early violation. Okay, so I have the manual in front of me. It's uh, page fifty eight. And that, that delay right there was me moving the book far enough away so that mm-hmm. I could see it. Um, so I don't have glasses yet. I think I need them. But uh, two umpire system, runner at first and second base only. The base umpire has R2 at first and the plate umpire has R1 at second. So that's what we anticipated. It was the lead runner is going to be the, when multiple runners are on, the lead runner is the plate. And so in my example, you, it's going to be really tough to go from the C to be able to look through the runner at first to see the where the ball, whether the ball is caught or not. Yeah. So you, um, yeah, you wouldn't see it. So the, that at least lets you know what are you comparing the time to when when exactly. So yeah, it's good. Yep, love it. All right. The next one says responsibilities to watch all action continue after the completion of the play. Once the ball is returned to the circle, the umpire should make eye contact. The base umpire should then move to the next starting position, while the plate umpire keeps his eyes on the field. The plate umpire should then return. While the base umpire watches the field, see the also the between play mechanics, which is page three of the umpire's manual. So this is one that's important that effectively it's important that someone is supervising the field at all times, if you think about it that way. So the plate umpire, everyone runs to their positions, regardless of what happened. You should not be where you started, just like the, the individuals on the field, uh, the players. Plate umpire, stand there, wait, let the base umpire get set, run. He's the one that has to go the farthest usually. He's got to go run to a new position across the field or, or over behind first again. Watch him go. Watch the action. As soon as he gets there, you guys have a look between you. You know he's he's ready and he's now ready to take over, he or she. And then you run back uh, and do your thing, hustle back and, and get where you're going, which means you, you're now safe to turn your back on the field. Yeah. And once you're back and back, eye contact again and play well. Yeah. In practice, uh, I'll tell you that me and sprint – has a different meaning at, at 53 and 250 than it had at, you know, 25 and 220. Often, if I have to, you know, let's say we're, we're nobody on, we're over in the A, I'm over in the A as a, as a base umpire. The young lady hits a, hits a nice double, you know, and I've done my best to get over there. And so let's even assume that I got to a really good calling position, you know, perpendicular to the leading edge of second base. I still have to get behind the shortstop, you know, on the next play. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to make sure that the ball's in the circle before I go moving around too much, look at the plate umpire, make sure he's paying attention. And I'm going to turn and start towards C and I'll probably turn pretty quick and look at the plate umpire mm-hmm. and maybe side shuffle back step a little, you know, so yeah. like I'll turn to the plate and, and give a nod. So now I've got the field. I'm not in position yet, but I've got the field, right. you know, so I've turned properly to it. And since we did go get the manual and Mm -hmm. it made a reference to page three and the between play mechanics, here's what's said. 
Once the play is completed, the ball is returned to the pitcher inside the circle and all runners have returned to their bases or advanced as desired. The plate umpire will take responsibility for all runners while the base umpire, or umpires, hustle to the next starting position. The base umpires, after reaching the desired position, should turn and take responsibility for the runners until the next pitch, legal or illegal, while the plate umpire hustles to position for the next pitch. Umpires should keep a set of eyes on the field at all times during a live ball and enforce the look-back rule as needed. It is also acceptable to call time when all action is completed so all umpires can move at once. Yeah, and this is uh, this is also important. This is under a section of crew suggestions, but if you're working a solo game, I still try to call time as infrequently as possible, keep the ball live. Uh, so what I will do as a, a plate umpire is generally I will either walk backwards uh, or kind of side shuffle, as you mentioned, keeping my eyes on the field so that I can do that. But if I absolutely have to turn my back, you know, you call time. But I do do that, keep the keep everything in play while I'm not quite set, you know, but I won't, I won't kill the ball. Yeah, two-person, um, I, I agree with that 100%. Um, two-person, maybe even less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because somebody should always be watching. We really don't want to be calling time. Uh, we don't uh, We don't have the same... 22nd between you know the 22nd clock as the NCAA has uh, where we really have to be you know hustling to get the game moving I want to keep it moving you know and when we're in high school we it gets dark here yeah some of these high school games get into the you know hey it's dark and uh, we don't end early I got to finish it you know so yeah. if they have to come back there's bus rides and all kinds of craziness and umpires and with weather and all that stuff so uh, we want to definitely do that so good stuff there for sure the next one is uh, when a pitching change occurs, there is no need to inform the new pitcher the num- of the number of outs, the base runners, etc. You're not the coach. Gosh, this is <laughs> get him. Get him. This is one that'll drive. If you if you bring this up on the forums, especially there are people. They, people get so angry at this, and there are, there are still a lot of umpires that do this. I see it. I don't know if it comes from from baseball. I don't know if it comes from like feeling the need to do something. Like a, a, something occurred, and now as the umpire, I need to. Be in charge of the situation. Hey, just so you know, young lady, it's a, you know, I got two runners on here. I got a three, two count on the batter and you're, you know, blah, blah, blah. Two outs. Yeah, and, two yeah. outs and, you know, uh, the I, sun's going down. The hot dogs are really good in the concession stand. Yeah. I love that they say you're not the coach. That's a yeah. really good point because you do have some things to do. Mm-hmm. One of those things to do is to make sure she doesn't throw too many pitches. Yep. And make sure that the plate umpire knows that it's time to play ball. Mm-hmm. That's what you have to do. That's it. It's not bend over and clean the pitcher's plate again and and tell her all of this fun stuff about hot dogs in the concession stand. Yep. You know, that's not that's not your job. So this one next was a short one. So if you're if you're wearing sunglasses, remove them whenever you speak with a coach. Yeah, so this this one, you told me this one. Uh, this is it happened more in the summer, um, but we were working together and I, I was given a plate meeting and I had my sunglasses on because I forget they're on. You know, you wear them right. all day long, whatever you forget they're there. And you said, do it because you take them off because you want to look the guy in the eye or look the coach in the eye, yeah. man or woman. No, it doesn't matter. You, you want to look them in the eye and, you know, they, you want them to see your eyes and you want to feel like you're paying attention to them, not, you know, big time. And I'm not yeah. you know, trying to hide in some way. Yeah, exactly. Same thing, you know, in our professional lives, we use Teams now, uh, Zoom, Teams, whatever the thing. Uh, we're not sponsored by Microsoft, just so the <laughs> listeners know. But uh, we're using Teams, and it's it's a requirement at uh, at my business that if you're in a meeting with me, you've got your camera, camera on because I want to see you. You know, I want to see your eyes and your reactions and stuff. So okay, so that was a section of this that was um, was titled "Crew Suggestions." One more. Oh, there's one more. Yeah, don't oh. be chatty with players. Oh, there is coaches yeah. or fans. Be cordial, but not overly friendly. We talked about this a little bit earlier in your between innings stuff, but yeah, exactly that because it shows uh, it it can 
appear that you're showing favoritism or that uh, you are you're biased in some way. Yeah. Cordial is a good word. I really like that word. You know, when she says, how are you doing out here, Blue? You know, you say, yeah. I'm doing fine. Thank doing you for well. asking. Yep. Yep. And we're done. It's not going to be like, you know, how was your day at school today? You know, right. a, this is not your kid. This is not your, you know. Um, so she was nice and, and cordial with you. So be nice and cordial with her. But you've got a job to do. You know, you're out there kind of making sure that they're hustling on and off and, and that kind of thing. So, all right. So now I think that is the section that was titled um, Crew Suggestions, and there's quite a bit left to cover. So, yeah. So that we'll call that an episode then. Until next time. Thanks for listening.